In this episode, we take a look at the balance between managing your mental health and dealing with the symptoms of grief. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to tackle a subject that we're all going to struggle with at some point in our lives, grief. It's this thing that we don't typically think about all day. We think about death, maybe, you know, that's a, a thing that we're aware of. It's a thing we know will happen either to us or people that we love. But we don't really think about that experience of those who are left behind, that grief that they have to go through. We don't think of it as far as us going through it. And we also don't think of it as far as other people going through it for us. So today I want to talk about that topic because I think that we are all experiencing grief in a number of ways throughout the world. And I think it's a topic that we need to discuss as it relates to our mental health and more specifically, how we can manage our mental health while dealing with grief. So this is going to be a two-part episode. It will be covered over the episodes 579 and 580. So definitely be sure to listen to both parts so you can get the full story. Now, before we jump into the episode, a lot of people over the years have reached out to me saying, you know what, this podcast has really helped. Thank you so much for covering these topics. But I've always had one major issue, something that I felt I I couldn't quite address. You see, this podcast is one way. I can talk to you. I can pull up this microphone, hit record, and share my thoughts with you, but I don't get to actually address your specific issues. I don't get to hear your voice speaking back to me, and I don't get to support you in real ways. Well, now there is a way that I can do that. Introducing Tiny Leaps Plus. Tiny Leaps Plus is a private membership community exclusively for listeners of this podcast. As a member, you get access to members-only weekly newsletters designed to surface the best personal development and behavior change content from across the web. Monthly Q&A sessions live with me so I can address some of your specific obstacles, exclusive worksheets, workbooks, and resources to help you set better goals and start taking action, plus some fun bonuses like a shout out in a future episode and early access to things like merch releases, all for just five bucks a month. To learn more, head over to tinyleapsplus.com and join today for $5. That's www.tinyleapsplus.com, www.tinyleapsplus.com. So grief is something that we all go through. In fact, it's something that I believe we are all going through right now. Because when you hear the word grief, you likely think about losing someone you love. This is normal. It's the most commonly used form of the word. But grief isn't just about death. It's actually about loss. So here's the actual textbook definition of the word grief. Quote, deep sorrow, especially caused by the death of someone. 
And then if we dive a little bit deeper, so it says it's deep sorrow. So what is the definition of the term sorrow? So let's let's pull that up. Quote, a feeling of deep distress caused by loss, disappointment, or other misfortune suffered by oneself or others. So taking those two definitions, we can see grief as a deep sense of loss, a deep sense of disappointment or other misfortune in a deep way. Grief is not just about death. It's about a sense of loss, one that goes so deep and cuts so far into us that it causes serious mental health concerns, especially when experienced for long periods of time. So let's look at this from two angles. Angle number one is losing someone that you love. And angle number two is losing something important. In this part, in today's episode, we are going to look at navigating the loss of someone you love. And in the next episode, we'll look at losing something important. So losing someone you love is hard. The sense of loss is extreme, and even if you are prepared for it, the realization of how complete and final it is can cause a disconnect between how you expect the world to be and how it actually is. I remember when my father passed away, one of the hardest parts, and quite honestly still is the hardest part to this day, it's all of those little moments. It's not actually the like fact that he's gone. It's not that I can't call him or any of those things by themselves. It's all of those little tiny moments throughout the day where you have this sudden realization that they are gone. I remember with my dad, it, it's kind of like those moments when you casually remember like a funny thing that he said or when you remember a phone call you had or a conversation or a joke that he told. It's all of these tiny little things that sort of just make their way into your head randomly throughout the day. And finally, when this happens, sometimes it leads to a realization of, oh, that'll never happen again. Oh, he's no longer here. Oh, he died. It's almost this awakening where your mind over time tried to sort of cover over that fact and you still knew it logically, but it wasn't really affecting you emotionally. And then all of a sudden that scab gets ripped off. All of a sudden that band-aid gets ripped off and you realize, oh, right, that's a thing. That's something I need to address. That's something I need to feel. Those little moments, that for me at least, and I, I don't want to speak for anyone else because grief is personal, but those little moments, that's when it's the hardest. And because they happen in these little tiny pockets, these little moments, that disconnect can lead to shock. And that shock over time happening again and again, it can start eating away at your mental health just like it did with mine. This is how grief works. It sits in the background allowing you to feel more or less okay, sometimes feeling okay enough that you maybe even start feeling guilty. You know, you, you have a laugh at somebody's joke or you're out having fun and you have this realization of, oh, he's gone. And then you start to feel guilty because how dare you feel happy right now when you're still struggling with this? How dare you feel any sense of joy? Now, I'm not saying this is how you should feel. But I'm saying that grief can do that to you, can cause you to feel that way. Now, of course, everyone experiences grief differently. 
So whatever form it takes for you, that's okay. But there is one truth that I think we all share, and it's that grief can be exhausting. It's hard to deal with. And if you don't deal with it, it damages our mental health. So what can we do? Well, dealing with it is a personal process. It's something you need to figure out for yourself. Now, I could tell you the easy advice, right? The stuff that's really easy to say, but not that easy to do, like make sure you prioritize self-care or take time away for yourself. But it's really not that simple. When dealing with grief, sometimes the things that used to bring you joy no longer do so. Sometimes taking time alone is the worst thing you can do for yourself. And sometimes being around the people you love is more painful than helpful. So the short answer is that you need to figure out what works for you when dealing with grief. The slightly longer answer is that everything needs to be okay. Whatever you need in order to get through that pain and deal with it in a healthy way needs to be okay. If you don't feel like going for that run, don't. It's fine. If you don't feel like taking a shower, don't. Give yourself that room. Because grief is like a dark place. It's like you're trapped at the back of a dark cave. It's waking up one day and finding yourself in this position. And when you find yourself in a dark cave, the process for getting out is going to be messy. You're going to be covered in mud. You're going to be covered in sweat. You're going to cry and there will be scrapes and bruises. But as long as you gain those things with the purpose of moving forward, as long as those things happen as a result of taking a step one foot in front of the other, then it's okay. If you don't feel like going out, don't. But make sure that you are doing that out of respect for yourself and in the service of healing rather than locking yourself away with no desire for change. Because what isn't okay is sitting in the darkness of that cave and purposefully harming yourself, purposefully gaining those scratches, purposefully hitting your head against the wall, purposefully falling down into the mud with zero intention of moving forward. That isn't okay. And when that starts to happen, when you start to engage in vices like drinking or any other things that can become unhealthy very quickly, when you start relying on those things and they are not being used as a tool to move you forward, that's when you need to find support. And that support can come in the form of therapy or something similar. But that is when you need to find that support. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Like I said, this is the first part of a two-part series on mental health and grief. Today we talked about what it feels like losing a loved one. Tomorrow I want to talk about losing something important. So be sure to tune in to episode 580 to catch that episode. Thank you again for listening. If you know someone in your life that needs to hear this, share it with them. Let them know that this exists. Play it for them if you need to. It could be the thing that helps them get through whatever it is they are dealing with. Find the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps and send me a message. I'd love to get into a conversation with you. I have some additional resources linked up in the description of this episode on dealing with grief and bereavement. So definitely check that out. And as always, remember that all big changes come 
from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.